Plenty going on in the world of basketball, and to discuss it all, time to bring in an expert in Brad Rosen. Brad, great to have you on the show once again. And the big question out of the NBA, to time out or not to time out? Did it cost Portland the win? Uh, unbelievable. I just, I, I, I'm in a bit of shock, to be honest with you. Like, I haven't seen that before. And, uh, yeah, well, let's be simple. It probably cost them the game, but... You know, I mean, there's a lot of other things that go on during the game that you've got to worry about before that. Exactly right. And so often you'll hear athletes and coaches say exactly that. So I'm surprised that Portland is pushing on with it. Do you feel as though they have a, a case to appeal? And is there any precedent in which we could see the NBA flipping the result? Not a precedent that I know of. Not a chance they're going to flip it. And let's just get on with it. It's over. Like, that's as simple as you can put it. Not a chance. Bradley, how are you, buddy? Happy Good New morning, Year, mate. How are you, buddy? I'm Happy doing New Year. well, you too. Uh, talk to me about the Kings. Oh, now, mate. let's I... just go to Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> I know you prefer them. I don't love my, jump, my jack jumpers. Uh, tell me about, though, and I think it's, it's spoken about a lot when you get a new coach and you've got mm. players that have are played in a certain way over a period of time. That transition takes time, but... Yep. In sport, it's very hard to get the time or the leeway that sometimes you need. And I feel like with the Kings, there is a highest expectation. You haven't got time to warm into mm-hmm. it. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's probably where they sit now. Totally. You, you, you've wrapped it perfectly. Look, we said at the beginning of the year, back in October, new coach, five new players, this is going to take time. The probably worst thing that happened is, I can't remember exactly, but they went 7-3 and three or something yeah. like that, whatever that figure was. So they came out of the blocks and everyone was like, oh, okay, well, we don't need any time. And now they're in a slump. And the biggest slump that we're in is we just cannot defend mm. anyone. Couldn't, you know, like we, we're not shooting well, can't hit water if we fell out of a boat. So that's, you know, that's just the, the way it is. But, um, but the fact is we can't defend anyone. And I don't know the exact figures, but I think, you know, the last two years we were given up, you know, 84, 86, 87 points or whatever it is. It's well over 90 now. Mm. It's well over. In most games, I think there's a stat now where out of the last seven game, eight games they lost or something, seven of them we've, we've let up 100 or something of that nature. You just can't get up 100 points in a 40-minute era and expect to win. And that's what's going on right now. They can't defend anything. Yeah, and when you're a big club, the expectations are quite high. And as you said, so true. they're coming off. So the true. They don't give you time. No. And especially when you started winning as well. Yeah. Now it's like, well, that time's gone. Now we've got to go. No, exactly. Hey, what about Illawarra, mate? They started slowly, then they recovered. Can they get back to their winning ways when they take on the oh, Cats? Mate, Loza, they had two shocking defeats this week. Um, you know, they were sitting in, I think, fifth or sixth spot. They'd been brilliant. New coach, um, Tatum is the new coach, obviously, Justin Tatum. And I think he was like seven and two over games or six and three or whatever it was. And he was doing so well. And then it was two burps, bang, losing two home games. They're now back in seventh. That's two big losses. Can they make it? Yes. Um, but for two big losses on the road, they need to get their next win. In terms of Adelaide, so we get... We get some notes, right? I'll give a little bit away here because I only fill in. We get given some notes that you guys <laughs> want to discuss. And they're, they're more just keynotes. It's kind of like if you're prepping for an exam or you've, you know, you've got a literature exam. You, you Clark, might yeah, just... Loser, don't look at them. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, one part that concerned me here was the line, Adelaide keeps proving itself to be a nuisance 
at the back end of the season. I feel that's somewhat disrespectful to my team down there in South Australia. But they come Have up you been watching the... them play this year? <laughs> well, no, I don't. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, talk to me come about on, this. Betty. Talk to come me about on, this Betty. nuisance value. Yeah, look, it's a, it's it's a, it's a good one. Um, I don't know who wrote the notes, but I love it. And look, they've been shocking this year. That's as simple as it is. Players not playing to their level, um, bringing in the new player, which you know was was a good effort. Coach gets sacked. Scotty Ninnis takes over. They've changed again. Now they're playing some really good basketball. Now the word nuisance is probably a good one. They will determine who can make the six because the players. But I'm telling you, if they win, I think they got seven or games to go or eight games to go or whatever it is. And if they win a majority of those, there is a chance that they can make it. So they're not out of it. So yes, they can be a nuisance to others, but if things go their way and they keep playing the way they're playing and they get wins, they could squeeze into the six. The old change of coach syndrome. Isn't it unbelievable? And that's two this year, obviously, Adelaide as well and and Illawarra. Mm. What about over in the NBA though, Milwaukee, sacking their coach? And what about his record? What is he? 30 and 13 or something? 30 and 13 or 12 or whatever it is. In the NBA. Why have they done that, Brad? It's player revolt. That's as simple as it is. They know players dictate what's going on. And and from what I understand is he's lost the locker room is what's coming out. It's his first season, isn't it? And they're winning. On a three-year deal. So can I say, I'm pretty sure now they're paying three coaches. Because they got rid of the coach last year, who I think had another um, another year. They're playing this guy, and they've just come to terms with Doc Rivers. So Doc Rivers is now going to be the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. He was obviously the Boston coach for many years, won a championship, and has just finished his time in Philadelphia, was commentating, and now he will go back to coaching. coaching. Is he a good fit? Is he he a good fit? Because I know he got sacked by Philly. Yeah, the one thing he will be a good fit with is the like he will have the the locker room. Like he is. But is a that big what's presence. important though, Brad? I feel like we're seeing that with all sports now. It actually doesn't mm. matter if you're having success. It's mm. more about the yeah, keeping the players happy. If the players yeah, the, aren't happy, win, lose, or draw, you're going to get flicked. Now this may shock everyone. I'm going to say stuff that could happen. The players are dictating this. I know everyone's fallen off their chairs. They can't believe it. That the players, this day and age, the next generation are telling us what we should do. It's unbelievable. No question, Clarky. That's as simple as it is. If the if the locker room's not happy, you got no hope. You know what it's like when you. It's changed. When you win, it's all the players. When you lose, it's the coach. Right. Simple as that. But the thing is, they weren't losing. So um. So yeah, there's no. there's no doubt that the locker room, there was a lot of talk that they weren't happy. And this has been going on for a few weeks, but I didn't think they'd do it. Like, first year. Yeah, that's that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong on this, but it is a bit of a unique setup there at Milwaukee because your best player, Indianus, has a brother or multiple brothers on the team that I think it's fair to say would struggle to get onto any other NBA roster, but they're very much cuddled as his brothers so if you lose them you kind of lose Giannis and they demand a certain amount of game time where they may or may not be deserving am I reading too much into that that was my understanding of the sort of I know that didn't come from your cheat notes but that's very good it actually Um, didn't come from the cheat notes (laughs) (laughs) Um, the answer is yes look those brothers don't play which I don't think, you know, anyone's got a problem with that. And they are there. There's always behind the scenes, isn't it? You know, your your big dog, which is Giannis, and Giannis gets what he wants. Um, You know, 300, 400 million. If you don't give me what I want, I leave. You'll get what you want, is Mm. the simple answer. So, but, but, I mean, whether, I mean, 
are they there? Look, they're good players in their own right. They've played for their country and everything like that. Should they be there? Uh, those spots have got to be filled by somewhere. And if we're going to keep a superstar happy, we do it. But it is it is a shame where it's dictated like that. It's, it has moved in the NBA. There's no question about that. But getting back to the Doc Rivers thing, I think he will be the right guy in the sense that he will keep them in line. And don't forget, they've got Dame Lillard now there. So... So really, in Milwaukee's eyes and certainly in those players' eyes, it's championship or bust. Like, we're not here just to make playoffs. We won a championship a few years ago. We want to be there again. We didn't trade for Dame. Giannis is not getting younger. Man, I've got so many years, you know, at my peak. I need this now. And that's what they're thinking. Well, what about Joel Embiid? What about his performance? 70 points. And where do you rate him, Brad? Um, How low can we go? Um, I'm... Uh, not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan, of really. Not a fan. Look, fantastic player. Fantastic player. Love what he brings. Uh, 70 points. Watch the game. Outstanding. Can shoot, can do everything. Just just everything that goes on and and just things that you know what's going on. I mean, look at that team, how it's just been torn apart, gone through coaches, gone through players. The way he threw Ben Simmons under the bus in that Game 7 situation, which is well known. Now he's, you know, in Brooklyn and stuff. And just... Just you just get the feeling he's just not that team guy that you yeah. want to be around. Now, over there you get away with it. He's an MVP. Uh, he's an outstanding player, outstanding player. But no, nah, no way, not my favourite. I think it was right six. up there with Harden. Wow. Yeah, okay. Well, they briefly were together, Played weren't together, they? Yeah. Seventy, twelve, and five. Only the second player to do it behind Brilliant. the great Amazing. Michael Jordan. But I agree on the likability scale. He's battling a touch. Brad, we'll chat again soon. Go those Kings.